Well, church family, let's dig a little deeper into Daniel chapter 8. Um, hope all of you are um, kind of over the, the hurricane stress that was here. And we sure need to pray for our people, uh, brothers and sisters, as they uh, work to recover themselves and also do ministry um, there to our east. So be sure and pray for them. I want to dig a little deeper into Daniel chapter 8. And um, what, uh, what I want to call to mind is, uh, I know it's several days ago and a hurricane ago, but... And we talked about this guy, Antiochus Epiphanes, who made himself God. He called himself, I am God manifest. And uh, <clears throat> the problem, of course, with that is it is full on idolatry. But that's not all that Antiochus Epiphanes did. I, I got a list here. You ready? Uh, first of all, uh, he wanted to enforce Greek culture across all of the um, areas that he was in charge of and that he ruled. So uh, here's what he did for the Jews. He banned circumcision. Now, that's a huge thing if you're a Jew, because that is the mark of the covenant that you share with the Lord. He also brought an end to the sacrifice in the temple. And uh, again, how are you as a, as a good Jew? How are you made right? You are made right by the sacrifices that are made in the temple for your own sins and for the sins of the nation. Uh, thirdly, he deliberately uh, defiled the, uh, the altar in Jerusalem by slaughtering a pig on it. And so a pig was an unkosher, unclean animal. He defiled the altar by slaughtering a pig there. Four, he placed an object of his own worship, the worship of Zeus, into the Holy of Holies. Most um, scholars think that this was some sort of meteorite or something that was related to Zeus in, in uh, um, Greek worship. And so he placed an idol in the Holy of Holies there uh, in the temple. He also burned copies of the scripture. We talked last week about throwing truth to the ground. And indeed, that's what he did. He had uh, copies of the Torah burned. And then he slaughtered those who remained true. So he was a murderer. So he had all of this stuff that was going on there. And the, the language that is picked up is called the abomination of desolation. And that language actually gets carried forward into the New Testament. Jesus talks about it in Matthew chapter 13, Matthew 24 parallel. And uh, so this, this common language of um, he wasn't, Jesus wasn't referring back to um, and, um, Antiochus Epiphanes. He was referring forward um, to the destruction of the temple in 70 AD, but he's using this kind of language. And the reason I think that's important, not only to see just how bad he was, uh, Antiochus was, but also you see the common language that's picked up over and over and over again. Again, if you share um, a common uh, a theme or a common uh, love of something, a common hobby with people, uh, you will have a lot of the same language. And even the stories that you tell will be reflective of that. And you may even take one part of what somebody said and replace it, or excuse me, place it in your story, even though it's referring to something slightly different. And that, that's what, what's going on here. This abomination of desolation happened there in 167 or so BC. And Jesus is referring to it again, uh, looking forward to 70. AD when the temple fell to the Romans. So this language is really important as it carries forward. And here's another little um, section uh, of this language going forward. The, um, the Antiochus Epiphanes was um, kind of backward labeled or, or um, made an example as, as a, a type of Antichrist, one who is opposed to the Messiah. All of the evil and wickedness that he had done, all of the ways that he had defiled the temple, he was, he was, um, the enemy of the Messiah. Well, Antichrist with a little a, not the big A, not the big A, but the uh, little Christ, uh, excuse me, little Antichrist A. Um, John picks that up in First John chapter 2 when he talks about all, you're worried about the Antichrist coming. Antichrists 
have come. He uses that in the plural. They have shown up and they are against Jesus and against his people. And um, all throughout the history of the church, we have seen this. So um, this language carries forward uh, this this particular character, uh, this antichrist character type of person carries forward, not specific to Antiochus Epiphanes, but over and over and over again, we see people who are um, opposed to the Messiah and his rule and his agenda in the world. Ultimately, and finally, that will culminate in a big A Antichrist, um, and Jesus will come back and slay him uh, with the breath of his mouth, is what First uh, Thessalonians 2 says. So we still win in the end. Jesus is the victor. But I thought it'd be important to dig a little deeper and see just why everybody didn't like Antiochus Epiphanes so much, but also how it sets up language that carries forward and um, ideas or types um, is, the, is the, um, the term for it. Ideas, though, like Antichrist that carry forward. That's how you dig a little deeper.